Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Svedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of Marnie's Friends. Today we're going to be talking with Mindy Ferguson of FruitfulWord.org about the topic, Women's Ministry Training, Creating a Dynamic Ministry Team. And this is awesome and especially appropriate for gals who are working with women's ministries, but also for anybody who has a team because Mindy is going to teach us so much during this hour. We're going to learn the main keys to developing a dynamic, effective ministry team, also why you need each of the personality types on your team, some key support members you should also have on your team, and how to recruit similar gifting and personalities when exact matches are not available to you. I love this topic, and I love our guest today, Mindy Ferguson. Mindy's a national retreat and conference speaker who's one of our speakers over at womenspeakers.com and has been for years and years. You're going to love her. She teaches God's Word with passion and conviction. She's the president and founder of Fruitful Word Ministries and the author of five books, including Bible Reflections for Women in the Hugs series published by Simon & Schuster. And also, she uh, her writings have appeared in popular books such as Chicken Soup for the Mothers of Preschoolers Soul and the One Year Life First Devotional. Mindy is also the author of the Eyewitness Bible Study Series. She's been a guest with us frequently at the Bible Study Expo, and she's here today to share with us how to create a dynamic ministry team. Welcome to you, Mindy. Well, thank you for having me, Marnie. I'm so excited about this topic because there are so many women's ministry directors who are right now working on either creating their team or revamping their team, and so I'm just thrilled to be talking about this topic today. Yeah, it's always a good topic, but it's true that at the beginning of the year, some different things happen than at other times in the year, and a lot of a lot of groups that's in the fall that are in the summer and fall that they're you know, juggling their leadership team. A lot of groups, that's at the beginning of a new year, and, and that's when we're recording this live today in January 2015. So, Mindy, let's go ahead and talk about um, the main key to developing a dynamic, effective ministry team. Yeah, the main key that I've discovered in working in women's ministry for over 20 years is diversity among your members. A lot of times our tendency when we're in um, a leadership role is to recruit, and again, I'm going to come from a a position of women's ministry because that's my background, but you're right, this can be any um, ministry team, but women's ministry directors tend to seek out women with similar gifting and personalities to their own. And what can happen if you're an administrative an administrative gal, you can end up recruiting a bunch of administrative uh, women to your team and you have a great time together, but you often end up working tirelessly on um, details and then you get discouraged because your attendance is sporadic or you you have spotty interest in your event. Um, and it can be very discouraging. And you know, on the flip side, if you've got a visionary leader who big picture is, is what she loves to focus on, um, and she just does a great job of laying things out and explaining to people why they want to come to this wonderful event, but they have a difficult time um, doing all the detail required to follow through on all those wonderful ideas. And so, um, you know, you can you can kind of fall either way. Um, and when you just have a group of women that are just like you, then, like I say, you may have a really good time together, but you may not be as effective um, as a team as you could be. I love how you put that so graciously <laughs> because, really, a lot of times the different personality traits are the ones that kind of grate on us a little bit. Like, you know, um, for instance, I think about in women's ministry, it's so important to have the fun lover, and, and we're going to talk about all this in a few minutes, but 
Um, sometimes she can just drive the administrative people crazy because she always just wants to have fun. And they're like, yeah, but somebody has to do the work, you know. And uh, So it's so important to be balanced. And it is true that we tend to like to surround ourselves with people who think the way we do and make us feel good about how we're thinking and just kind of give us pats on the back for being so brilliant in our own thought processes. But sometimes we have to expand a little beyond that. So let's go ahead and talk about the first type of personality that you need on your team. Vicki is a visionary. I uh, tend to be a bit of a Vicky myself, so I, I really <laughs> enjoy a Vicky the visionary. I get her. I, I understand her strengths and her weaknesses. Um, a visionary, a, a Vicky, we'll call her, helps women visualize the great work that God can accomplish through your women's ministry. They're great at laying out the purpose and the, the vision for why you are doing what you're doing. The, the Vicki the Visionary is often all about the why. She's great at motivating the team, and um, she also seems to really be good at recognizing God's work within your church and your ministry, drawing people's attention to his activity, um, which is just so valuable to your team because when you have a Vicki the Visionary, she's the one who gets people to those events or she's the one who motivates people to want to be at Bible study or to want to come to that uh, retreat that you're working so hard to plan. Um, they're, they're just very big picture people and great at laying out the why. Mm. And does she have any weaknesses? Yes, she does. <laughs> she's not she's not very good at the details. A lot of times your Vicky the visionary won't even think of the details. And again, I, I tend to fall in this category so I so understand. Um, you know, I I think in, in big picture and then I'll forget um you know, decorations or to the fact you may need name tags if nobody knows one another, um, you know, or I'll forget that we need refreshments if we're going to be there for four hours. I, those are things that your Vicki the Visionary often, it will not even come on her radar unless someone says it. And then it's like, oh, yes, that's a great idea. But she won't think of it on her own typically. Um, she is just focused on the why and the purpose. And um, she's the one you hand the mic to when uh, you are trying to get the word out about an event. But you don't want to put her in charge of uh, making sure that everyone's paid their registration fee or making sure that you know everyone has a name tag or that type of detail because very likely it will not happen. Mm. She's also kind of the person who's got lots of ideas, right? <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, um, they are, and I they are idea people. And again, uh, being a Vicky, sometimes my ideas are are great, and sometimes they're they're just ideas that aren't really practical. And so, um, yeah, your Vicky the visionary um, needs those other members of the team in order to uh, really function. And, and bring to the team what um, you know what is needed for that that dynamic women's ministry that really impacts people. Okay, so Vicky throws out ideas, and she's all about getting you there because this is going to change your life, which is awesome. Now we need Sarah, the strategizer, to kind of help make all those ideas come into reality. Talk about Sarah. Now I so appreciate. A Sarah the strategizer. A Sarah has this God-given ability to take that vision that God has revealed to your Vicky on your leadership team or several Vickies and break it down into a series of sequential, achievable steps. They're, they're great at coming up with, okay, this is where we want to be, but these are the steps that we're going to have to take in order to get there. For instance, if you have um, a retreat and it's 
six months away, your Sarah, the strategizer, is going to be the one who breaks that down and says, okay, the first thing we need to do is get our speaker. And, of course, we will be sending them to womenspeakers.com to get that speaker. Um, but, you know, they're the ones who say, okay, first thing we need to do, we need to find a location and we need to get a speaker. And then, you know, we need to find a caterer. We need to figure out uh, what the cost is going to be. And then, you know, we need to start advertising sometime around X date so that we meet all the deadlines for the facility and um, for getting those, those numbers in by the deadline. And, and we should do registration this many weeks. And they're very good at coming up with those achievable steps that drive you along in your planning process. They also are great at helping the team work together toward the common goals, again, keeping those steps and, and the things that need to take place uh, in order to accomplish them. Um, they really give you the framework for the team in order to achieve those, those goals and make that vision that Vicki has uh, been given um, a reality. If your name happens to be Sarah the Strategizer and you're listening right now, you're thinking, you mean everybody doesn't think like that? <laughs> but it's reality, so true. Everybody doesn't think like that. <laughs> yes, it's so true. We tend to, you know, stay in, we, we really do tend to think a certain way. Most of us are, have one or two of these people in us, maybe a combination, but we do need one another. And, you know, one of the things I love, Marnie, about, uh, creating a team. I am a team building leader. That is that is my favorite um, way to work in the body of Christ is, is in a team. And when you get a team working together, everyone using their gifts, and you have the diversity of the gifts, you operate kind of like a mini body of Christ um, to work toward um, whatever it is that God's called you to do in that with that particular ministry team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it is fascinating to watch how God provides all these different gifts. We're going to talk later about how, you know, if you're missing one, uh, don't worry. You know, God has you covered. But let's go ahead and talk about Tammy, the team builder. Yeah, again, Tammy, the team builder, there's a little of her in me. Um, a Tammy has this supernatural ability to find the right people and match them up with the right roles and the right responsibilities in your ministry. They just have a knack for uh, recognizing gifting in people. If you've ever uh, been serving in a ministry and someone has come up to you and said, have you ever thought that God may have uh, gifted you to be a teacher or may have gifted you to uh, be a um well, my mind just went blank, but a you know when they walk up and say, "Have you ever thought that this might be the way that God has gifted you?" Often, that is a Tammy, the team builder. She is able to just recognize that gift and the right personality and the right person to plug in to your team to meet that need. And you know, I tend to think of the Vicky, the visionary, the Sarah, the strategizer. The um, Tammy, the team builder, and then we'll talk about Patty, the planner, in just a moment. But I tend to think of them as like a core leadership team. But there are also subcategories. I mean, when you have a ministry team, you might have a core group of four or five women. And then you may have a Bible study coordinator who has a team of five or six um, are facilitators and facilitate their Bible study. And so really, I think in terms of teams, when I think about women's ministry, um, and it's great to have these different personalities on on your core team and then also in some of those sub-teams that are going to work together individually. Um, but a Tammy the Team Builder can just really recognize those gifts uh, in the women that are in your ministry and um they they really again help you operate as a, a body of mini body of Christ and they're they're great cheerleaders and great encouragers for yeah. your ministry. 
that's what I was going to say, that these not only are able to see that and, and invite and help these people, but then they're also typically your team, team builders are going to be really encouraging and mentors and the people who are going to really build up your team members as well. Yeah, let's talk about Patty the Planner. <laughs> Got to have a planner. Okay. Yes, yes. Patty the Planner, um, she is such a vital part of your team because she is more administrative gifted and she's good at organizing people and processes and resources, again, to enable your team to move forward and achieve God's purposes. Um, she's the organizer. She's A lot of times she's the driver in your ministry, the one who, who kind of keeps everybody focused and on task. Um, and once she's mobilized and given clear boundaries and expectations, she can help ensure that your program runs smoothly, that deadlines are met, that everyone knows where they're supposed to be, at what time, and how things are supposed to flow. They're great at coming up with your timeline for an event. I know a lot of times when you've got a retreat, you're on a very tight deadline. And your Patty the Planner is the one who's great at coming up with that schedule and, okay, we have 10 minutes for this and we need to uh, schedule in our meal. And they, they're just great at coming up with that schedule and driving, like I say, being that driving force that keeps everything focused and on time. And um, especially, you know, when we take out uh, time as women to go to a retreat or a conference um, or even a Bible study, Everyone is busy, and we want that event to be on time. We want to get everything that we expected to get from that event. And um, there are some people who get really frustrated when, they, when there's dead time or when things go over an hour longer than they were supposed to go. And so your Patty the Planner is such a vital part of your ministry team because she keeps you focused and, and is great at driving things, driving your events, and keeping things moving forward. What would you say is the major difference between Patty the Planner and Sarah the Strategizer? Because they found they found a little bit the same. They do, but when you think about your Sarah the Strategizer, she's more big picture strategizing. This mm-hmm. is what needs to be done uh, in order to get pull this event off, whereas your uh, Patty the Planner is going to be the one who is doing your scheduling. She's, you know, it's the timelines, it's um, keeping things focused. She's more administrative, so... Um, they're related, but your Sarah the Strategizer is more the big picture things like, okay, we need to get our speaker and we need to um, do this, this, and this to get to the goal. And so these are our big picture timelines. Uh, she may not be a real administratively gifted um, person, but she's good at seeing what it takes to achieve a goal. Whereas your your patty the planner is usually administrative, right? She's the that type of person sense. that you're going to have collecting the money and keeping track of who paid and all those kind of detail things that the strategizer is not at all interested in doing and probably not all that good at it. <laughs> this is Marty right. from visiting today with Mindy Ferguson. We're going to be right back and talk about some other support members that will also improve your team. We'll be right back. Christian women's event. At womensevents.info, you can find events to attend. Learn how to plan amazing events for your group or publicize your own upcoming Christian women's events. It's all available to you at womensevents.info. Just click your state to find all the major women's events coming to your area or type in the month and year you'd like to attend an event to see all your options nationwide. It's that easy. If you want to promote an event, just click Add Event. Event publicity is available on a per-event basis or free to members. Finally, if you want to learn how to host awesome events, retreats, and well-attended conferences, click Event Planner Training. Once again, it's available a la carte or included in the membership. 
It's all online and here for you 24-7 anytime you have time at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marnie Spudberg, and you are listening to Marnie's Friends. And uh, thanks to you and your attendance live today. For those of you who could join fun, we are again on the front page of Blog Talk Radio. We love to have that happen. That just shows how much support and uh, listenership we have here. Also, we have great guests like our guest today, Mindy Ferguson. We're so grateful to all of you for making it possible to continue with Marnie's Friends program. And then um, please go to the archive over at Marnie.com, and you can access them anytime you have time, 24-7, 365 over there. Mindy, let's talk about some of the additional support members that a team can have to improve their um, ministry. And, you know, so many times we have women who um, can can do several of these. And depending on how big your ministry is, they really can wear several hats at a time. But at the same time, when you have additional people involved, you both have um, the additional opportunity to train up leadership among your women. Once you give them a responsibility, um, it increases their skills and their buy-in as well as um, helps them to become a stronger leader and that will, you know, eventually take on more responsibility probably in the body of Christ. So let's talk about Trina the techie. Yeah, you know, Marnie, our churches are becoming more and more um, technology-based. And, you know, we've got some of us have sound boards that are so complicated you need two days of training to be able to turn on the microphones and the lights and, um show a video for Bible study. They're just more and more technology required. Um, and so a Trina, the, the techie, is such a vital part of your women's ministry team. And, you know, sometimes you can have a team of women who are techie and they just kind of really enjoy working with technology who can can do things together or you may have just one person who volunteers to be the person who is trained on the boards or how to operate um, equipment that is just more and more needed in our women's ministry. I mean, even when you just have a video and a few Bible study books and you're going to meet in a room and you need a television and a um, DVD player, things just aren't as simple as they used to be. So having that Trina the techie who you know, can be your go-to person and when you have an event, you can count on her to run the soundboard and um, handle the video and, and the DVD player. And, you know, a lot of us have worship and things that we do as part of our events. And so just having that techie person or, you know, ideally if you're a larger church, a team is becoming more and more important in a women's ministry. And what I love about that, Marnie, is it just gives opportunities for so many different women with different gifts, different personalities, different interests to get involved and and be involved in in what God's doing through your ministry. Well, that's what I was thinking as you were talking about Trina the Techie. Typically, our technical people are very different personality from either your planner or your upfront person or you know your strategizer. Usually, a, a techie has its own. They have their own um, obviously personality. And a lot of times in the past, there wasn't really a place to fit them in. And boy, is there now, like you said. And and honestly, there's you know there's um, a couple in our church, especially the lady who takes on the responsibility every week of video recording our our worship. And you know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's so many different things that these people can do. And now with the internet the way it is, you can um, video record things and put them up on YouTube and have them available to so many more people. To all the gals who couldn't come to their sisters and daughters and moms across the country. It's amazing what we can do with technology now, but we do actually have to have somebody that can help us. Uh, It's not just uh, (laughs) – you can't do everything, and certainly technology has its own own nuances that you have to know how to do. What have you seen – like what creative stuff have you seen groups do with the technology, Mindy? Well, um, I've seen – you know, a lot of them, when I go and speak at retreats, some of them um, are doing, you know, complicated um, 
they're doing worship where you've got the words on one screen and then you might have um, some sort of inspirational um, images on another screen and then you've got someone talking on a mic in the in the middle and then you may have a worship team singing and that is a lot of technology and it does it takes someone to run the um, machine with the words and to be paying attention enough the entire time to click the next slide at the right time um, so that your words are on the screen when you need them um, right. and it's all manual. it takes right. yes it is and um, so I've seen people really uh, or groups get get very um, creative with their um, images and what they do during worship. I've seen just some wonderful additions to worship. And I've also seen where it's just pared down and you've got a woman with a guitar and it's simple and that works great too. Um, but when you get more and more complicated and, and you know, that's that's where we're moving. That's that's what is happening in a lot of the churches that Trina the Techie and her team, a lot of times it's a team, um, is just so valuable. And, again, it brings me great joy to see those people who, a lot of times they do not want to be acknowledged in front of everyone. They they really right. are a support person, a help person. But we're giving them an opportunity to make a very valuable contribution. And um, I just love seeing the the support and um, those people that, that have that quiet support personality being able to uh, feel like they are really making a difference and in doing a great work for God. Um, It's really fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things that, in fact, my mom and I were just talking about this over the weekend, um, that my dad had, before he passed away, he had run the sound system at churches for dozens of years. That, That was his ministry to run the soundboard. And of course, they they are now so complex, unbelievably. I mean, it's worse than a 747 panel, I think, <laughs> flying a plane. Yeah. So you just think about how many buttons they have and they have to get it all right. And, you know, we were talking about how that is one of the most thankless jobs that there are in the body yeah, of Christ because the person sits back there and faithfully, or the PowerPoint person is another one, they sit back there and faithfully do their job hour after hour, yes. week after week, but the only time anybody notices them is when they something actually goes wrong, when the computer right, and they all turn the and look. <laughs> or when it, all of a sudden there's this huge bang. And then, and this is the part that just killed me, and then instead of the encouragement that they should have had for, you know, 99.9 hours of perfect work, they have uh, they have everybody turn around all at once with horrible horrible looks on their faces <laughs> directed at that person, and um, you know yeah. just the shock of it for the the people in the congregation. But it is really it's really an amazing ministry. I just I just can't thank those people enough. And then you know I was thinking about the other techie stuff, uh, powerpoints. I I love when I go speak to use powerpoints, and so many times I need to have help with that. Um, wow, even just get the computer plugged in. Sometimes it's just a right. you know threat, and so that's so great. We're going to talk next about Amanda, the advertising guru, and one of the things I've seen that these two groups, um, Trina the techie and Amanda the advertising guru, do together is make some really amazing preview and promotional videos of upcoming events. Uh, one of the most creative I ever saw was a, it was a one-minute video that took them, I'm sure, 20 to 30 hours to make, but it was... Um, the the day in the life of a mom and that it was fantastic and it just went from scene wow. to scene to scene to scene the piles of laundry and the dog running her and I mean it was just it was hilarious and it was so amazing and it only lasted for one minute but it was so powerful in in showing us and really bringing to front uh, how busy we are how full our lives are and how difficult it really is to, you know, find time for quality time with God in amongst all that hubbub. What are some of the other things, the character qualities or the things that we will notice about someone who's an Amanda, the advertising guru? Well, and Amanda, the advertising guru, has a good handle on social media as well as um 
you know, knowing one of the things that I think is just so valuable for women's ministry is knowing the free places that you can advertise your event. Um, There are newsletters for uh, different communities that a lot of times for churches they will put um, our advertising in for free. And they, you know, that advertising guru is the one who really has an eye out all the time for how to reach people where they are. Because, again, we're busy people. And when we want to advertise an event, the days are gone of being able to just put a little blurb in the bulletin and have people sign up for our event. Um, they may be able to work with like a Trina the Techie to come up with slides or PowerPoints that can be, or videos that can be shown um, in the, the worship service if, if your pastor is okay with that. Um, you know, again, putting it out on Facebook and Twitter and um, knowing what avenues there are for reaching people. And really when you have someone in that role, then they can begin to have just focused time seeking out ways to to continue to reach more people. And, you know, a lot of times when we're doing our events, we don't want to just reach the people in our church. We want to reach our community. Right. And right. so, you know, maybe a radio spot or um, different things that they can do. And, and they may not want to be the one who's on the radio talking about the event, but um, they can organize it and, um, you know, set it up. There's so much that can be done in this category. Um, one of the whole segments, the training segments over at Marnie.com is the media set where it really teaches you how to get this publicity for your events and for your things that are coming up so that you can get the word out not only in your own church and in your own group but just to as many women as you possibly can. And someone who is an advertising guru by nature would just love that section of training because it's going to just take them to the next level from where they are right now. Um, the advertising guru, sometimes um, she isn't going to be the person that's actually going to do it. A lot of times this person will be the one that holds the files that include the email addresses or the locations where posters can be put up or things like that. Or maybe she's the one that actually creates the posters themselves, but isn't the one that's going to go put them out. And that's kind of typical for all of these, isn't it? I mean, you might have someone who's maybe the coordinator of this team, but then there's all kinds of people that work with them to make it happen. Oh, absolutely. And and like you say, this is another support person. And so a lot of times they are not the one that wants to um, be on the radio or be, um, you know, out there interacting with people a whole lot. These are usually introverted people by nature. And so, again, I just find such joy in the fact that they can be in that support role for the event or the Bible study and um, for that, that ministry team and knowing how to operate the the software. You know, we have got such complicated software that can do the most amazing things when you know how to operate it. Um, I think of um, Adobe Elements and, um, gosh, help me out, Marnie. I'm, I'm trying to think of a name. Photoshop. Like the PDF, yeah, Photoshop. The Photoshop, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're amazing programs, but they're very complicated. And um, so having someone who's really good at designing ads, because those who are in the know know that you know you really there is a knack and there is a um, strategy to how you lay out your ads. You want to you know you don't want to have too much information, and having someone who really knows how to put an ad together and make it effective so that people read it. If it's all jumbled, there's too much there, and uh, they tend to just skip your ad. And so, you know, having that advertising guru who, who has the, the experience and, and the ability to really help you be effective in your marketing. 
Yeah. I'm thinking, too, about this is probably not Amanda, the advertising guru, but we don't have a separate category for her. And right now there's um, gals who really enjoy social media and they're good at it, um, and they mm-hmm. they would be the ones that would maybe start up a Facebook page for your group or post right. your events there and manage those pages. And there's, you know, there's certain tricks. Like, for example, there's people who will come in and, you know, who will um, – they will spam or scam your page at Facebook, but you can tell who they are by knowing a couple simple tricks. And people who use it all the time have this kind of down. It's a lot similar to all of the other areas of giftedness and skills. When you do something a lot, when you have made it your business to understand it, you get very good at it, and that's the people we're looking for. Well, this is Marnie, and I'm visiting today with Mindy Ferguson of FruitfulWord.org. She's a speaker and author, and she's available to you um, in any of these capacities. We're going to come right back and talk about Dina the Decorator and Sherry the Chef. We'll be right back. Womenspeakers.com is the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,700 women speakers from every experience level, denomination, and fee range, some near you. Visit Womenspeakers.com to find the perfect speaker for your next event or to get training to be a speaker, author, or media personality. All training and connections occur online anytime you have time. Find a speaker, add a speaker, or become a speaker at www.womenspeakers.com. Hi, it's Marnie, and of course, at the beginning of the year is a huge time for women's ministry leaders and event coordinators to be inviting speakers. So if you're looking for a speaker, be sure to visit womenspeakers.com. Our guest today, Mindy Ferguson, is over there as well as over, well, close to 2,000 other speakers uh, from all over the United States and the world and from every denomination and level of experience or fee range that you can imagine. So check that out at womenspeakers.com. Mindy, Mindy, let's talk about Dean of the Decorator. Well, Dina, the decorator, again, I really appreciate women who um, have the ability to create the environment for women to relax and um, and to create a a very feminine, warm environment. Um, Again, I'm kind of that Vicki the Visionary, details elude me, and this is not something I naturally think of when I'm putting together an event. But what I have seen is that by, again, I I love teams, and by coming up with like a team of women who do the decorating for Bible study and for um, conferences, they they really um, enhance the environment. And, you know, if it were up to me, if we had a banquet, you'd have a candle in the middle of your table that I would dig out of the closet at the last minute. Um, <laughs> but when you have a team that really thinks through, and I love a theme, I love carrying a theme through mm-hmm. um, in an event, uh, it really does set the tone and create that environment. There's something about being around um, a pretty table setting and um, beautiful um, decorations that all go along with the theme that really helps women just relax, settle in, and and feel ready to to learn or to interact um, and to just just enjoy the event. And I've really seen that played out. We have a, a team that, that does the decorating in our church and um, for the women's events, and it's just really made a huge difference. And when I go to speak at events, one thing I've noticed, um, I do one particular theme that's about, um, it's drink at the well, and I have seen the most amazing decorations and themes the way that they have decorated for that event. I have seen them create, you know, where you feel like you step back in time and you've got the the clay jars and um, it's just the most wonderful feeling of being back in the time of Christ with these, these, you know, large water jars and they have just taken it to the hilt. And then I've also seen people that do more of like a wishing well and it's a cool, they have fountains and, and make it a, a cool um, 
refreshing environment. And it is just amazing to me to see people take the same theme and then just run with it. And and the decorating does make a big difference in the event. Absolutely. I think about I like to think about the advertising and the decorating as killing the soil of a soul before you plant the seed of the word. And because what's happening is it's just softening the person toward the concepts that the speaker or the event is going to promote in their thinking. And sometimes these are new concepts or sometimes they're concepts that somebody thinks, I know everything there is to know about that. And they're kind of hard toward it or whatever. And this advertising that actually um, says why you're coming, not just what it is, but why should you come. You know, back to Vicki the Visionary again. She's all about the why. And when we tie in the advertising with the decorations, it's just so much easier to go to the heart of the matter. And it just, it seems, you know, just on the surface of it, it seems like just a really lot of work for not too much. But the reality is it really does make a huge difference. It does, and you worded that beautifully um, because it, it does, like I say, set the tone and, and just prepare them mentally and emotionally. There's there's a little bit of an emotional connection that takes place yeah. when um, you've got the, the theme really nailed in both the decorating and the advertising. You're, you're just so right. It, it makes a huge difference. One of our guests, Years ago when we were doing Ladies' Night Out, a gal had come, um, and later she told me that the first time she came, when she walked in and saw it all decorated, um, she said she said she just felt so loved. That was her emotion. The emotion was she walked in and thought, somebody loved me enough to do all this for me. And it's true. It's a tremendous investment. It's huge. But at the same time, that is exactly, I mean, we look at the sunrises and the sunsets and the flowers, and it's like it's huge, lavish beauty that God just pours out to show us that he loves us. And, you know, we we just do our little part to pass that along. You know, uh, Minnie, next we want to talk about Sherry the Chef, but before we do that, I want to just throw in, there's a little fun coordinator person here that I want to throw in because... Um, We've had, at times in our own local women's ministry here, we've had this fun coordinator personality. In fact, for several years, we had three of them in our church, and we had the most amazing events because these gals were so much fun, and they added an element of a little, you know, spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down, and they really, really um, took the events to a different direction, a different level, a different way than they could be without them. And I just wanted to mention that if you are currently in possession of a fun coordinator, (laughs) take advantage of her while she's there. (laughs) All of our fun coordinators moved away within a year of each other, and we currently don't have a fun coordinator. We still have wonderful women's events, but they're very different than they were for the period of, I don't know if it was about, probably probably three to seven years there when they were all, you know, there and actively involved in um, the women's ministry. And it really does add a completely different element. We're going to talk later about um, if, you don't, if you're missing some of these personalities. But the reality is that God does move people in and out of your ministry, um, either yes, by their life circumstances or they actually literally move away or whatever. But when you have someone who has a special gift, Uh, just go ahead and take advantage of that while they're there available to you as a gift from God. And if God says now you don't have that person, okay, we'll just make the adjustment and go forward. Let's talk about how maybe the Sherry the Chef fits in. Yeah, now Sherry the Chef does not have to do all the cooking. Let me just clarify. (laughs) Um, But a Sherry is good at meal planning. She can look at, okay, we're going to be, you know, at this retreat from Friday dinner until Saturday um, midday, and she can plan out your meals. And, you know, that is such, again, such a needed part of your retreat because when we get to a retreat, most of us do not sleep a whole lot. Um, we stay up, we're, we're exhausted, and so there needs to be that nourishment 
every so many hours, we need something so that we can keep our motor running and um, we can still pay attention and be alert. And again, you know, talking about the themes, I have seen people make the food tie in with the theme. I know um, one year we had a speaker who talked about chocolate. And when the um, Sherry, the chef that was on the team, was working with the actual caterer, she had them put a kind of a chocolate um, glaze on the chicken. Now, that does not sound good, but the, the way that it was done was excellent. And there was a chocolate element to every part of the <laughs> each, each course of the meals. And again, it was fun, and it added to the event. And um, it was just, again, that extra special detail that made all of the difference. And um, so, you know, you really need somebody who they, that's what they want to focus on. I think, you know, none of us can be all things. But if we can find people who want to focus on, you know, the technical area or the advertising or like you say, just Facebook, that's all I want to do. I just want to do Facebook. That's a wonderful member mm-hmm. of your team and um, someone who can do the decorating and then someone who really focuses in on the food and what's needed and how can we do this in a really special way that will be meaningful and um, nourish the women so that they can focus and, you know, they can receive, like I said, be ready to receive the word and and be, um, you know, they'll feel hungry or like they're, you know, ready to fall asleep because they haven't eaten in, you know, six hours and and they're crashing. Mm -hmm. I was speaking at uh, Camp Shamanah several years ago and on the topic of um, the Princess, the Bride of Christ, and, and we used Cinderella as quite a bit of our theme. And we came into the area where we were going to have our formal banquet on, on uh, Saturday night, and in the lobby was a huge uh, ice sculpture of, uh, of the glass slipper on top of a pillow. And it was just oh, amazing. Oh, it was just like unbelievable that somebody would have taken all the effort to do that. And it just, you know, they had it all lit up. But it was so gorgeous. And there's so many things that you can do with food. And, and over at Marty.com, under the category called Event Planner, there are what's called promo templates and promotional templates. And, and maybe you helped us develop the one with the wishing well there. But um, there's many there's many different ones in there. I think 32 different theme sets, and in there gives you great ideas for what to do for food, what to do for decorations to help tie this whole thing together. Sometimes there's skits, uh, songs. Uh, there's uh, sometimes there's the save, party favors, whatever. There's all these different things, and then there's posters and bulletin inserts and tickets and like that that you can just go ahead and put your information in and print out and be ready to go. So. If you are an event planner looking for some help with that, I encourage you to check that out at Marnie.com under the event planning tab. Cindy, as we come toward the end of our hour here, we want to talk about how to recruit similar gifting and personalities. Sometimes we don't have just the right people. (laughs) Yeah, no, sometimes we don't. And, you know, sometimes you're starting from scratch and you really don't know the women very well. I know um, I was women's ministry director for three years at my current home church, but I had only been there about a year when um, I was asked to take on that position. And it's very difficult sometimes when you don't know the women well to know where you can plug them in. And so, you know, the first thing I would say is pray, pray, pray. Pray about the needs of the ministry and uh, where, you know, God would have you go and just really pray about the um, selection of your team members. But also one of the things that I did that was really just because I knew no one, uh, I knew maybe two or three people well enough to know what their gifting was. And other than that, I really did not know the women well. And so one of the things I did that I now just think is such a vital part or a, a great idea for a women's ministry director, whether she's been there for years or not, I sat down 
with 24 to 26 women. I cannot remember the exact number, but I called each of them, and these were women that I I knew had been involved in the ministry before, but it was also some women that I had seen just kind of lingering, not really having their place. And um, I met with each one of those women for uh, anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes, and I explained where I felt like we were taking the women's ministry. I asked them to share what their own passions, what they thought their gifting was, what they'd done in the past, um, where they'd like to serve, if they'd like to serve. And I did more listening than I did speaking in those uh, meetings. But I just listened. I took notes. And um, I really fell in love with the women. I got to know them and hear their hearts. We prayed together. And do you know, almost every single one of those women uh, ended up in a place somewhere in the women's mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the ones that didn't, those were ones who at that season in their life didn't feel like they could be um, actively involved. Their role was to be a supportive participant, and I appreciated that. Uh, but it was a great way to just wipe the slate clean and say, okay, we're, you know, let's just find out where you're at right now. Because sometimes someone's done a certain role for a long time, and God's really moving them in a new direction. They don't know how to tell you that, or they're not even sure 100% what they're supposed to be doing. And just having an honest, open discussion makes all the difference. And it brings clarity to them, and it brought clarity to me. And so I would say, as big a task as that seems, it is so worth just sitting across a table or on the same couch together and just talk for, you know, 15 to 45 minutes, depending on the person and depending on what's, you know, what's needed and how long the conversation goes. But it was so worth it. I took like two Mm -hmm. weeks and that's all I did. And um, it was amazing. There were times when I just felt like God just did a neon sign that said, this is one for this position, (laughs) because it was so clear what their role was to be. And there were holes that were in the ministry. I had no idea how I was going to fill those holes. And out of those meetings, it became crystal clear who was supposed to, uh, you know, who I was supposed to ask to serve in those positions. And so, um, you know, we're all busy, but it was so worth that two weeks of my time to just sit down with those women. And, and you know, um, it's hard to come into a brand new, into a, an existing women's ministry and change things up, but I didn't have much um, resistance because of, I, I feel strongly because of those one-on-one meetings with the women and really explaining my heart and listening to theirs made a big difference. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. And um, at, Another thing that's available under the Women's Ministry um, tab at Marnie.com is the survey. And if you don't, if you simply don't have time to do that one-on-one, or possibly your church is simply too big and you can't, you cannot uh, do that, then use the survey. Ask your board permission to use a survey and actually get some direction from there. Or if if all else fails, just pray that God will show you Tammy the team builder show you who she yeah. is. There probably already is somebody that has this gift that you can tap into to help you find a team. One of the things that came to my thoughts when you were talking there, Mindy, was about the need for a women's ministry leader or a leadership team to be flexible. And not only flexible um, in that, you know, now you know, Susan has been doing this job for five years. Now she wants to change over and do that job. Well, let her. You know, people grow and they change. Be flexible with them. But also that our younger gals are coming in and they have new ideas and they're different from ours. They're different from the way that you've always done it. And it's so natural to tell them why the way you've always done it is really awesome. But it's really critically important for us to listen, to allow them to um, interject and to actually run with some of their ideas, to actually let it change, to let it evolve into what God would have it be now, to let it grow into what God would have it be now. And we have to have some of new new ideas come in. And uh, maybe why is it that it's so hard for us to to handle that? We we want to just keep doing the things that we feel like got us where we are. You know, Marnie. 
one of the things that, as you said that, the first thing that crossed my mind is that sometimes we think that change means that what we were doing, we weren't doing well. And that's not always what change means. Change sometimes just means that God is moving in kind of a new direction. And um, it means we have to change um, our you know, you talked about young people. Are, as we've been in, if we've been doing the same thing for four or five years, well, we're getting older and there's new people that are younger. And to reach them, we may need to adjust um, our, our culture changes, our um, technology changes. There are many things that change. And um, really being in tune to what God is doing um, and uh, Again, that's your Vicki the visionary kind of seeing where God is working, and and I love uh, the experiencing God Bible study, and you know it always talks about see where God is working and join Him, right. kind of that right. same thing in our ministry teams, and unfortunately we tend to take it personally that if things are changing, that means what I did wasn't good, and what I did wasn't effective, and it may have been wonderfully affected effective for that season. But now God's doing a new thing, and you may need to do things a little differently. Um, One of the things that I have learned through the years is our lives and our ministries have seasons. And we have to be flexible, and, and really it comes back to the pray, 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 and really be asking God to give you the ability or to give you a Vicky the Visionary and a good enough relationship with her to... Um, really recognize where God is moving and changing, and and what what we need to do to stay in step with God, uh, you know, right here in our ministry. And you're right; it, it does mean change, and um, not always. Sometimes we'll we'll do the same thing for several years, and it just clicks along. But um, God God usually doesn't allow us to get too comfortable for too long uh, before He's ready to. To, before he shakes things up a little bit and makes us pushes us to to get out of our comfort zone and and stretch and grow. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing I wanted to just mention here before we're done is when working with the younger generation too, um, the traditions that we've had as women, what we found at least in so many churches uh, that we work with is that the younger women are not motivated by tradition or by an Mm -hmm. internal need to help. Um, We really have to show them the why. Uh, You know, your Vicky Visionary is so critical here, and the advertising component is so important that you don't just say what you're having, but why they should come. They're very, very busy. Um, Life for young women, and even for grandmas at this point, life is busier than it has ever been. Um, There's more options. There's more things that they feel like they should be doing and that is that need, they need to fit in. And unless you give them a compelling why, they cannot participate in your events and they cannot be on your leadership team because they don't understand why they need to. And so they have to say no. So that is really the role of the leader is to, is to develop, um, develop the whys and then to communicate those in a way that, allow the women in your group to say yes to God, that, you know, when he's tapping on their hearts. So, Mindy, this has been fantastic information. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Mindy, you want to go over and check out her website at fruitfulword.org. Mindy, when they get to the website, what do they find there? Um, you will find uh, my speaking calendar, my topics. You'll find the bookstore. And there are also great resources there that are free in the leader resources section of the bookstore. If you're doing a Bible study or there's women's ministry leadership um, criteria, just a suggestion, there's there's some free resources that they can download. Um, you'll also find... Um, like I say, the the Bible studies that are in the bookstore and uh, my speaking topics. And um, so there's quite a few tabs to click on there. (laughs) It's all great stuff. You can also find Mindy over at womenspeakers.com. Mindy, thank you for being here. Thank you for your life and ministry. You're always a blessing to me, and I'm so glad you could be here today. Yeah, Marnie, I always enjoy doing ministry with you. So I've thoroughly enjoyed the hour.
Uh, thank you, and thank you all for coming. We wouldn't have a show if we didn't have listeners, so thank you for being here. If you know somebody that suggests it's a radio show, we are, we're always booking quite a ways out in advance, but do go ahead and pitch that at the bottom of any page at marty.com. There's a support button there. And also, if you are a women's ministry leader, there's a women's ministry leadership training over at marty.com. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. See you next time. Bye-bye.